Welcome to episode 25 of Ask the Grounding Experts, where our experts from ENS Grounding Solutions answer your engineering questions about the world of grounding and earthing. Today, David starts a five-part series answering the question, what are the lightning scenarios that cause problems? You might find his answers, well, shocking. Here's David. Okay, so thanks for joining us today, everyone. So this is part one of a five-part series on uh, lightning. And what we're going to be discussing is the four scenarios, four main scenarios that lightning causes you and your structure problems. And then uh, at the very end, how to resolve it, how to solve those four, pro four problems uh, with a good lightning protection and grounding system. Uh, so part one is going to be all about air-to-air -air strikes. And uh, this is the number one issue that's most likely going to cause you a problem is an air-to-air -air strike. So we've all seen uh, this, uh, you know, you, uh, you're sitting on the porch at night, maybe the power went out or it's a storm. And it's actually kind of beautiful if you've ever had a chance to see them. The, the lightning goes across the sky and, and you can sit there and, and almost take a stopwatch and watch the lightning go. And you're like, well, how fast does lightning travel? well the speed of light and yet you can watch it travel and of course as we discussed earlier in one of our other uh lightning uh, episodes um which i'm sure we'll put a link down below for you uh so you go back and uh, listen to that or watch that but lightning basically jumps at intervals 150 feet uh, and it stops and then it jumps again and it goes and it's just constantly looking for a path and it's trying to find ultimately get back to the earth uh, there's uh, negative and positive lightning. Sometimes it's going up, but most of the time it's coming down. We won't get into those details, but today we're talking about a strike that occurs across the sky and travels across the sky. And when it does that, it forms these massive magnetic fields. And they are so big, they easily propagate down into the earth without even a problem. They're that big, they go right down through the earth. And your building or structure that you have looks like, a, as the bird fly or the lightning strike flies, if you would, would look like a little tiny postage stamp down on the bottom of the earth. And it's full of steel. And I know we've talked about this a bajillion times before, but just a reminder, right? Uh, uh, copper is somewhere between 12 to 17 times more conductive than steel and somewhere between, in a resistant state, somewhere between... 250 to 6,000 times uh, less magnetic or more permeable than steel is. In fact, copper is diamagnetic. So that steel has to form magnetic fields and they have to collapse. And as you know in your, your right-hand rule of electromagnetic fields, if the fields form in this way, it's going to cause a counterflow the opposite direction. So as this lightning goes across the sky, goes from cloud to cloud, that magnetic field propagates down into your building and all the steel. It hits a corner of it. And as that wave goes across, the steel starts forming magnetic fields in relation to it. And it takes time for those fields to form. And then they start collapsing. And by the time it gets to the other half of the building, they're forming at different rates and different times. And they're recollapsing and injecting current back into it. And oftentimes, the best grounding system or best source of current to balance those voltages are your Cat6 cables and Cat5 cables, the ground wires that are in there. 
that's just tied directly to all your equipment. And now all of a sudden current starts flying through there, damaging your equipment, causing things to blow up, and this is where we get a lot of the lightning damage. Purely through electromagnetic interference issues. And that, that wave going across the air from air to air generates these massive electromagnetic fields that cause massive amounts of damage. But it's not really the field itself uh, from the lightning that's causing the damage. It's the reciprocal field that's being formed in the steel around you. And there's steel in the concrete rebar below your feet. There's steel in the upper structures. If you're in an industrial scenario, if you're in a home, you might be in a wood environment. But the uh, all that steel has to form counter-magnetic fields. And those fields are going to form into everything. And in particular, it's going to form into the most conductive. And wherever you have copper wires, it's going to go in there to try to collapse and get down to Earth. Remember, these ultimately are just electrons and they want to get back onto the orbit of an atom. Where do we have a lot of atoms? The Earth, so ultimately they need to get back down there to the Earth. And oftentimes buildings are utilizing, they're building steel and their concrete encased foundations as their primary electrode or their water pipes. And so those end up having a lot of current on them and when you have longitudinal current flow on steel, you increase corrosion. This is why we like to have dedicated grounding systems for these things so your currents are being propagated into the earth through a system designed to handle them, not through systems that were designed to support structures uh, and are being utilized for secondary function as a fault current path or for getting rid of unwanted currents, transients, harmonics, and these, these other types of currents that are being formed because of the electromagnetic interference. So uh, in conclusion for today, we're going to keep this one, these series fairly short. Um, we've got four main scenarios that lightning can damage us. The first one is uh, an air-to-air strike, and it damages us through the electromagnetic fields that it causes and the reciprocal fields that get formed, and those cause damage into our electronic systems. And by the time we get to part five, we'll tell you how we can resolve all those issues with a good lightning protection and grounding system. Uh, so that'll conclude for today. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, please hit that like button, leave us a comment. Uh, we love to get those comments uh, uh, down there. If you're listening to us on uh, a podcast, make sure you subscribe, uh, give us a rating. Um, there'll be lots of information in the links below. Uh, feel free to uh, uh, give us a call, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. See, you. see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please give us a rating, share with a friend, and leave us a comment. We love to hear from our listeners. If you would like to learn more about the amazing world of electrical engineering and grounding, or would like to sign up for some of our world-renowned online training courses, please visit us at esgrounding.com. That's E as in Edward, S as in Sam, grounding.com. If you have a question that you would like our experts to answer, please post it on our blog, which you'll find on our website homepage. Or you can shoot us an email at asktheexperts at esgrounding.com. We'll see you next time.